Today on the Kingdom Move Podcast, we bring you a series of messages entitled, Love in the Spirit. In this, Pastor Rod preaches about love, sex, and relationships. He says that love is a culture, love is a skill. The only way you can grow in love is to learn how to love. He further preaches about the role the Spirit plays in teaching us how to love and what God's will is regarding sex. Whenever sex takes place, it comes from a decision that has already been made. You must learn how to manage your body. Now take time to be enlightened by the series of messages titled, Love and the Spirit. Just don't understand Why do you love me? I see that you will never leave Come in and dine with me Come in and dine with me And stay here and never leave stay. So we're going to We're going to We're going to run We're going to talk about um, Sex <laughs> Amen And um we are blessed to have the to to be able to talk about sex, something that is vital to or something that is uh um what's the word? Something that is uh it <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it seems to be all around us but oftentimes it's, it is it is covered with so much lies. Somebody said, the truth, the importance of the truth is known by how often it is guarded by lies. You get it? And oftentimes, a lot of times, truth is guarded by lies. And especially when it comes to the truth about sex, it has lots of lies guarding it. And which oftentimes draw people away from what God intended for sex to be. And the minute we are drawn into the lie, then we are drawn into bondage. Scripture says we are free by the knowledge of truth. It says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So if we do not get the truth... And we have the lies, it means that we will be bound by those lies. And so we have to all the time endeavor to push towards the truth about any matter. Because the more um, clear and truthful, um, the more you get close to the truth and to, and, and to all that, uh, the more you are free. But the more you are into lies, you are in darkness and then you are going to find yourself bound are we together okay so i want us to start from a place some of say start from a place yeah uh, okay so we're going to start from the scripture um thessalonians we're going to start from first thessalonians 4 first thessalonians 4 Yeah, First Thessalonians 4 from verse 3. Now, what does it say there? For this is the will of God. Someone said, this is the will of God. Have you had a situation where people are praying, God, what is your will? God, what is your will? Have you prayed about it before? 
Sometimes you're like, God, what is your will in the matter? Well, in in one essence, scripture tells us here that the will of God, for this is the will of God, your sanctification. Someone say your sanctification. Your sanctification, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to the Amplified too. It says, for this is the will of God, that you be sanctified, separated and set apart from sin, that you abstain and back away from sexual immorality, that each of you know how to control his own body in holiness and in honor, being available for God's, God's purpose and separated from things profane. Not to be used in lustful passion, like the Gentiles who do not know God and are ignorant of his will. Verse 6. And that in this matter of sexual misconduct, no man shall transgress. Someone say transgress. He said, no man shall transgress or defraud his brother because the Lord is the avenger. Amen. Tony Stark, eh, Tony, Tony Stark is not the first avenger. Amen. The first avenger is God. Amen. That's the Lord is the avenger in all these things, just as we have told you before and solemnly warn you. For God has not called us to impurity, but to holiness. Somebody say to holiness. To holiness, to be dedicated and set apart by behavior that pleases him, whether in public or in private. For whoever rejects and disregards this is not merely rejecting man, but the man who gives his Holy Spirit to you. By the God, rather. By the God who gives his Holy Spirit to you, to dwell in you and empower you to overcome temptation. Amen. That's a long scripture, right? Uh, but there's a there's a lot of stuff, and this this is going to be the foundation for everything I'm going to I'm going to share. Now, from verse three, he says that this is the will of God. This is God's will. As a believer, all of us wants to to do God's will, right? If you are not, if you if you don't delight, if you if your desire is not to do God's will, then you are not born again. Then you are not born again. One of the stark things that should stand out in your life, every believer, one that accepts Jesus, one that the Holy Ghost comes upon them, is to do the will of God. Tell me about the will of God. Ask your neighbor, do you want to do God's will? What is the answer? Right. And I believe all of us here want to do God's will, right? Uh -huh. So the Bible said that if you're seeking God's will, God's will is sanctification. The word sanctification means to be separated for holy use. To be set apart for holy use. It means to be taken from some place to, you know, to another place. Now, when you read the Bible, this is a letter Paul is writing to a group of people. Um, now, this church, they were living in Thessalonica. And this place, you, you have to understand that, um, like... Uh, any other heathen society, they had their own mind and they had their own way of doing things. Um, especially pertaining to sexuality. They, they were doing all that, I mean, uh, unbelievers do. When you do a bit of background, 
you know, you find out that during those those days, a man can be married, a man can have a wife. The goal of the wife is to is to keep the home. But as a man has um how do you call it, a girlfriend outside of home, having sexual relation with a and then that same man even has how do you call it, uh, they also go to prostitutes. So they were living anyhow. When it comes to sexual stuff, they don't care. Are you with me? Uh huh. And so Paul was talking to the believers, not to that society. He was talking to the believers. Now, we all once were in the world. We are once in, were, were in the culture of the world. But now we've been separated from that. We've been called out of that. Are, are you with me? Uh huh. I've said it in this month many times that sometimes the unfortunate thing for us is that we don't realize that we have been called out of a particular way of behavior. At first, we used to think that way. At first, we used to look at things in a particular way. But for now, Bible says you, 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 you should not do it the way you used to do it. Am I, am I making some sense? Aha, uh-huh. the culture of the world is even from the culture of the church. Look at the and say the culture of the world it's different from the culture of the church. Right. Aha. Uh-huh. And I made known to you that culture, we all grew up in a culture background. I mean, culture is something that goes with us. The way you, you were raised up, it, it, it stays with you. It's with you. I, I guess with me. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, every home has a culture. Um, anytime you, you're, you're going to, you fall in love with a woman, you're not just falling in love with a, a woman, you're, falling, you're, you're, you're meeting you're going to meet a different culture. The way she was raised up is a culture, a home upbringing, and everything is a culture, a way of thinking, a mindset. It's a whole culture that is different from yours. Oh, am I making some sense? Uh-huh. So you have to appreciate that. Now, culture is very difficult to deal with because often culture, uh, a cultural behavior is coming from, from uh, years of learning. It's years of doing something. You've done the thing over and over and over and over again. So you are used to it. I'm making some sense. Like when we're, when we're you know, if, if you're somebody when you're you young, you know, from JHS, um, some people from JHS, they learn how to, how to handle two women at the same time. I mean, are you with me? Break time, they'll buy yogurt for this girl, and then they'll buy this thing for the other girl. And then they're able to manage that. So for years, they've grown up skillfully managing two women. Oh, am I making some sense, somebody? Aha. Uh-huh. They, they <laughs> yeah, they have too much love for just one woman. They have to give to as many women as possible. Uh-huh. So Paul was talking to them that, look, the way you used to behave now is different. God is saying that you should come out of that behavior. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. The way we grew up, the way we look at sexual stuff, the way uh, uh, um, uh, our approach to sexuality, Paul is saying that, that you be separate. Tell me about that you be separate. That you be what? That you be separate. You be sanctified. Someone say sanctified. Right. Am I talking to somebody in the house? That you be sanctified. Separate and set apart from sin. That you abstain, sometimes abstain, and back away from sexual immorality. (laughs) 
says stay away from sexual immorality. Another word, sexual immorality, is talking about anything that takes place. Anything that takes place, a man and a woman who are not married. Anything that takes place, a man and a woman who are not married, including kissing. Including words. <laughs> Anything you do with somebody you are not married to. Amen. It falls within the category of sexual immorality. Now this thing is talking about gay, gay things is not part of the... You see, gay, gay, gay sin is, 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 is the wrong sin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, are you me? Aha! Uh-huh. This, this is talking about the right sin. <laughs> if I could use that one is the wrong sin. Amen. Are you in the house? Aha! Uh-huh. So he's talking about anything you do with a woman. That and he's saying that God's will is that you don't behave like the world. You back away and walk away from sexual immorality. What is what, what are some of the saying? Pornography. Rice. Mm. I'm out of the house. Yeah. Hey. Tell a neighbor that you be separate, that you, you, you. Oh, okay. Tell anybody that you be separate, you, you be separate, you. Tell anybody it is you that I'm talking about, that you be separate. Anytime sexual things have been spoken, you see some people look very straight. So that you, you, you don't even think that they are they are the ones that you are talking to. They don't want to give an indication that they even know what the word you are, you are, you are talking about. <laughs> Then he said, look at verse 4, that each of you know how to control his own body. Each of you know how to do what? I can, each of you know how to do what? Control. If you're going to be sanctified, if you're going to live the way God calls you, you have to learn to control your own body. Now, why do we, each of you have to learn to control your own body? Because each and every one of us know, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, our uh, sexual... Um, <laughs> okay, that's the appetite, or it's a word I'm or trigger. Or, we know when we are sexual age, when sexual desire. We know our sexual desire. Each and every one of us is different. Look, some of you might be some might be here when you know that when you come to a meeting, it's a go around and give your neighbor a hug. You know that when a woman gives you a hug, you your body knows it knows breast. It doesn't care location. Your body doesn't care location. For him, location is not a key. It's, it's, it's not a hindrance to anything. Location, some people, yeah, location means a lot to them. But some of you, location, it doesn't matter. Now, when you know your own vessel, your own body, when you say go around and give your neighbor a hug, when you reach there, throw the hug to the person. <laughs> you throw the hug or you throw the love to the person. You don't go hugging. 
Why? Because when you do that, you are defiling your own self. Because you know how your body is. You don't say because others are hugging me, as you hug. It doesn't work that way. You, you know your body. You should know your body. You know. Look, some people have, look, some people when they get up in the morning and they even see tomatoes, they are aroused. <laughs> Anything aroused. Look, ah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And th- th- some of you, you're not supposed to watch Game of Thrones. Somebody can watch it, but you, you are not to watch it. Because Game of Thrones is high, it's like it's highly poisonous. Because it's as if you are watching porn. But so everybody, everybody, Game of Thrones, oh, it's nothing, it's serious. No, you it's not serious, it's porn. <laughs> yeah, it's just salt. You know it's not true. You know for you, after watching Game of Thrones, you know you have watched porn. You know you have watched porn. Each of you should know your own body. Guys, are you in the house? Oh, are you in the house? Lots of men behave as if they don't know their own bodies. It amazes me. It's the reason why when you, you, you meet a guy who may have fallen to sexual uh, immorality or fornication, had sex with somebody, you ask the person, what happened? He says, I don't know what happened. I mean, that answer always amazes you. You don't know what happened. You see, the picture it gives me is that you got up, all of a sudden you woke up naked. And you were, you, were, you, were, you, were, you were naked, you were aroused, blood inside. The woman also was naked. And somewhere, somewhere, you put bump into each other and your penis was able to find the right hole. That's what it means when you say you don't know what happened. And you know it is not true. <laughs> thank God for God. I, I don't know how to thank God for God. <laughs> thank God for God. Because the way God has, if God had, if God had made a mistake and put the sexual gun here, oh, on the forehead, hey, even here under where you have to locate, where you have to lie down, certain position, where you have to do certain, even that one is there, you don't know what happened. <laughs> I mean, when you have sex, it comes from a decision. Please, I'm talking to somebody in the house. Whenever sex takes place, it comes from a decision that is made. It's never accidental. Rape is the only one that might be accidental. But sex, both of you must give a consent. There's a lot of effort that goes into it. Are you with me? Yeah, there's a lot of effort that must go into a sex to take place. So when the guy say, I don't know what happened, no, you're lying. You're lying to yourself and you're lying to somebody. He said, each of you must learn how to manage your own. I'm a strong believer that you don't go visiting the opposite sex alone. I'm a strong believer. I don't care. You see, one of the interesting parts is that you are you are attracted to a guy or you're attracted to a lady. You know you have an attraction to the person. You know. And you are found alone with the person. It, it shows how unintelligent you are. You remember I was saying on Saturday that sex, I believe sex, the way it is, the chemical reaction and things, the way it happens is to is to take away your intelligence. 
especially for men. When men start becoming sexually aroused, it's as if everything starts interrupting their intelligence. They can't think very well. There's, there's, there's a jam in their communication. Wisdom is not able to go to. So anytime you are found, you are attracted to a guy, and the guy, you know the guy is attracted to you, and you guys are found in the same space, it means that you are creating an environment for his wisdom to go. <laughs> and this thing, it has to do with the vessel. It has nothing to do, it's not witch, there's no witch in this. There's no devil in this. It's the way your vessel is created. Like I said, if a man, you see, when you are found in, a, in marriage and you, know, you are too intelligent, one of these days you just wake up and walk away. But God made it in such a way that over time, your intelligence should go. What I mean is that you get to, you have to, when you marry and you're having sex, you have to settle. Something must tell you this is where you have to be. I think some time ago I read an article that says that anytime people uh, have sex, either the woman or the man, they, 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 or, or both of them, that something out of it make, gives them the impression to settle, to stay. It's to settle. So when you start having sex with somebody, you are going to create a situation where you are settling with the person. Especially when you are not married to the person you are doing, and the person is wrong. That's why some people are into wrong relationships. You can see, those of us outside can see that this is a, a wrong relationship. But they can't, they can't come out. Why? Because you are settling. As long as you are having sex, you are settling. You are staying. Am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. You have to know the way your body works. Please don't go be visiting a girl alone. When the girl calls you and says, I'm coming to visit you, find out. Check and see if there's somebody at home. If nobody's at home, give the girl an excuse. Never before, especially when you know that you're attracted to the person. Go to the mall. Go and sit where everybody is sitting. Be with everybody. Even though, go and stand at the church station. Go and uh, quickly with your child. Mommy, you're going to stand on the car. And sit, yes. At, uh, buy two seats and sit by the bed and talk there. Afterwards, go home. Let the person go home. Am I making some sense? Yeah. You can't look. You can't. If you don't know how to manage your body, look. Let me show you. It says, look. Look at it. Each of you should know how to control his own body uh, in holiness and in honor. Has even uh, qualified how you should do so. In holiness and honor, being available for God's purpose and separated from profanity. Not to be not not to be used in lustful passion, like the Gentiles do, who are ignorant of his word. And that in a matter of sexual misconduct, no man should transgress his brother. Now, hmm, what he's saying is this if you sleep with another one, another person you are not married to. You have transgressed the person's husband. Mm -hmm. if, you sleep with a, if you sleep with a lady, you don't end up marrying. You have transgressed another man's. You have transgressed. And it says here, it's not a man that will hold you. It's God. <laughs> Some, uh, some uh, no, uh, proverbs. Proverbs 7, 7 there. Solomon tells a story of a young guy. Calls a guy a simple guy. The guy just gets up one, one day, dresses up and just going. And then this beautiful girl, this beautiful woman, met this young boy. Started sweet talking the guy. I'm, I mean, I've laid my bed. I've done this. I've done. Then he goes and says, look, I, 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 I came looking for you. 
when you read the Bible, Bible make you understand that his entrapment came when he started listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anything that will trap you will start from what you're listening. That's where it starts from. It's what you listen to. Yeah. That's where you're entrapment. So as the guy kept on listening to, to him, to her, she convinced him. Now, in this case, I've said before, when you look at, when, you, when, when a, a guy sleeps in our generation, when a guy sleeps with a lady, he says, I claim. So in a sense, uh, the, the, the woman is the, is the goat or the animal or the, 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 the thing that's been trapped. Mm-hmm. The, the, <laughs> but when you read Proverbs, it's actually the man. When you read <laughs> Is a man that has been cleared. Why? Because the man is the one that holds the seed to the next generation. <laughs> hey. Uh, it's the man <laughs> that holds the seed to the next generation. So the one that is supposed to be trapped is a man. So. She, she talks with him and entices him out. And then, what thing she told him? She told him, my husband has gone far. He took the bag full of money. He's not coming now. So let's go eat, drink of love. Let's go eat of love. And all those things. Now, when I, I read it, God showed me that. I said, look, every, every, every husband is a father. A woman lives one father to enter into another father's son. A woman leaves the biological father to enter into the father that is the husband. Why? Because when you look at the purpose and the role of men, one of it is that they are fathers. It's not father to the children alone. It's also the father to the woman. Yeah. The man is a father to the wife. He takes her and protects her. That is why fathers, will, will, when the man comes to marry the daughter, they are looking at whether the, the person can play the same role he's playing. That's why he comes to hand over the job. He, he takes a woman's hand and gives it to the, uh, to the other uh, the coming husband because he's giving his role as a father to another man to play as a father. Hey. Am I doing something in the house? Aha. Uh -huh. So, he said, look, every husband is a father. And God said, Every young girl's father is God. So God said. Every young girl's God is a father. And God is the husband. Now, when you read scripture, it says when the thief is caught, when the thief is caught, it says you pay back seven times. God said, When I catch an immoral man. Now, if God is the father of, a, of, of that single girl, when a father catches you, mishandling the daughter, what do you do? This is what a lot of young people don't realize. God's judgment is always hanging upon men. It's just mercy that stands between them and him. Guys, it's just mercy that is standing between God and you. <laughs> Ah, am I talking to somebody in the house? 
I'm not just you go and you you meet with your friends. I clear this guy. Clear. Look, it's just God's mercy that is keeping you. Because your husband and your original father is looking at you. I remember those when we were young, there's a guy by name Joe. We we're just talking and then the one of the guys just shouted, oh, Joe, leave there. You didn't the other guy slept with your daughter. Immediately slept with your, your sister. Immediately started filming. Nobody wants to see their sister dis- dishonored. Nobody wants to see their sister dishonored. How do you then go and dishonor somebody else's sister? Or somebody else's wife. And Bible said, make sure that in this manner or this matter, nobody defrauds his, defraud his brother's wife. Hey, I'm not making sense somebody in the house. The place has gone quiet. <laughs> ah. Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, we have to put away sexual immorality. Hallelujah. That behavior, like a, 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 is a culture of the world. We are not to live like that. We are not. Bible actually said that in the matter of sexual immorality, it should not even be mentioned among you. It's like when it's mentioned, it should be strange to us. It should be like, hey, what's this? What's this? We don't know this matter. But rather we are having a situation where now the church is rather with impunity. It's now living a life of sexual immorality. You have people that come to church that sing, ladies that are singing, and they are misbehaving anyhow. Sometimes sleeping around with uh, uh, people's husbands. Young girls sleeping with people's husbands in church. Uh, am I talking to somebody in the house? Am I talking to somebody in the house? Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, in the matter of sexual immorality, make sure that you do not defraud. Make sure that you do not defraud. I know some of us, it's already too late. Uh-huh. So that's why you have to cry for God's mercy. Some people don't realize. It's a reason why when they enter into marriage, their marriages never, will never work. Because the judgment upon their head is just too much. You mess up somebody else, they want you also to work. Oh. Are you guys with me? Uh-huh. So you have to learn. Whether it's time for learning how to manage your own vessel. Learn how to do what? Your own vessel, your own body. Please. Write it somewhere. Look, I have to learn how to manage my own body. Learn how to manage your own body. My body. It's your body is your responsibility. Start now managing your own body. Start now. Put your own body under some controls. Some here and there, and I've already said it. Said one, don't be going about visiting people's houses alone. Are you with me? Don't. If you have to do something, go and do adukole. <laughs> Somebody said that, look, um, 
So when when you even as a, a Christian lady or just when you think you like somebody, that's not the time for you to zoom in. That's what it means. It's a time for you to now gather data. You have to gather. You see, most of us just rush into with no information. The only information you have is your emotion. When you ask, why are you doing this? I love, I love the person. You're, you're a fool. It's a chemical reaction. Tomorrow you wake up not feeling the same way. What information do you have about the person? How do you just rush into into into? And we've had situations, look, I've had, we've had situations, see why? Situations where people come, they meet you, and then within a week or two, within the shortest period of time, they've had sex already. So now the whole thing has just been complete. It's like you just get up and just decide to jump into the deep end. Nobody comes out of that unhurt. You will come out of that hurt. And somebody hurts. And oftentimes, sometimes also, the ministry will hurt. Are you with me? Yeah. Everybody around you, we are all in pain. Because today we can't touch it. We can't talk this. Tomorrow we can't say this. It's like, it's like the entire ministry is hurting because of that thing. Be disciplined. And as I was saying, that, look, I've been a, 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 a pastor of Siwa all this while. I've never, I, I don't ask women to come and look for me in my house. Come and, come and, come and pick a box. Which box can you come and pick? I can't pick. What organizing you do that me I can't do? <laughs> I'm going there, 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 there. I'm going to he said I should come to that we can organize you walk like I your head like a gamma lizard eh? you jumping from this person this person and you're wondering why oh, why? oh my god <laughs> no control no discipline shake the one next to you tell me that. manage your body manage your body Stop jumping here and there like that. Stop, stop behaving that way. Put some respect on your body. He said, in holiness, are you with me? In holiness, manage your body well. Guys, now, I'm going to zoom in in one, one place. One of the areas now that the enemy now takes a lot of control when it comes to sexuality, sexual impurity, is, uh, is pornography. Hmm. Now, in our world, as long as you have a phone, it's possible you are watching porn. All of us here. How many of you use phones here? It means that anybody, all the hands that are lifted, just look at course. Uh -huh. <laughs> anybody, and includes your own, your pastor. Anybody. Uh, look, I don't care whether he, wear, he wears white or he wears what. It doesn't matter. Whether what he could be watching porn. Now, porn. Hmm. Are we in the house? I will, I will share some statistics with you. Yeah, so... I told you last time about a new disease, right? Okay. Mm. It is said that, how do you call it? 
the internet is the greatest drug dealer. The internet is the greatest drug dealer now. The internet is currently the greatest drug dealer. So I said the drug dealer. <laughs> now, in 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 2008, a survey from the American American Drug Use you know organization estimated that 1.9 million. Um, uh, they, they recorded in 2008 uh, 1.9 million users of of cocaine. 1.9. All this America, 1.9 million. Okay, and then they had about two million heroin users. The same year, they had about 40 million porn users. <laughs> 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 Can you see the dark side difference? One million, two million, forty million. <laughs> now, what they came up with, they realized that out of this research, they realized that you see, cocaine gives you a high. When you take it in, it gives you a high, some excitement here. Yeah, uh, dopamine, that excitement, it releases. That's what cocaine does. And then heroin gives you a, a cool feel. You get it? Uh -huh, you're in cloud now. Cool. That is the world, Charlie. Let's take it cool. <laughs> and they said that when we watch porn, it gives, uh, it gives us a higher feel of these two. <laughs> that when you watch porn, what happens is that the first thing that kicks in is the high. That's when your heart starts beating. You get it? I mean, some of you are looking straight at it, so you don't know your, your, your heart to start beating. Boo -boo, boo -boo, boo -boo, boo -boo. You get it? And then it will, the whole process will end with you, especially when there's a, a, an ejaculation, then it brings you that. Mm. So, uh -huh. it gives you a high and a low, a mix, which is higher than this. And then here's the thing about, about it. With cocaine and heroin, you have to buy. And it's expensive. But with... Uh, I do call it, um, <laughs> and I do call it, when, when, with, uh, I do call it, must, uh, with porn, three benefits, nobody can see you. Without any, you have to go and go and do this and, and buy from somebody. But this one, nobody can see you. Number two, it is free. It's free. And then the third one is easily accessible. So per the research that they've done, more people, and this thing, if you, I'll, I'll show you, if you, if you check um, the book we are, I'm, I'm writing on, let's talk about sex. I, 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 there's a chapter where I said, when sex is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a drug of choice, long time I, I knew this, that people treat sex as a drug. When sex is a drug of choice, because of the feeling it gives, it gives you, 
it's it, it, behavior and everything puts it into under the category of a drug so what the research is simply saying they're not certifying is that we are now using porn as a drug so it's not just when you said drug drug abusers and drug users it's not just heroin or alcoholic cocaine but what he's saying is that around all of us hmm we are junkies look at the one look at the one next to you look at the one next to you I said, look at the person that's for you. <laughs> now, do you know, you see, when you look at a pawn, pawn looks like a very ridiculous thing. But pawn has grown in America. Pawn is actually, it's a, it's a billion dollar industry. Do you know the cover under which porn is thriving? It's thriving under the First Amendment. The First Amendment is the, the, you have uh, the right to free speech. Free speech. Free speech porn. How is that so? Free speech porn. How is that? Now, what porn um, actors are saying is that what they are doing with their body it's a speech. They are, it's an artwork. And they are entitled by law. Now, when you look at it, does it make sense? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. But that is, this is what, and this is show you the power of the enemy. Just to make sure that drug is made available for you so you can be addicted. Right. And porn, I think one time I saw this, I had this doc, this, this, I don't know how I, I found it. I, I, some of this is, I'll save them and put them together for you. This chat that was talking about the type of porn. My God. You, you, you have no idea. Hey, the types of porn, they are very innovative. Now, here's also, let, let me seek in the danger about this. Now, here's what it says. You see, when you are addicted to heroin or cooking, when you start, you maybe a small gram or me, I don't know how, will, 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 when you shoot it in, it gives you, uh -huh, it gives you a high feel. But it, it takes some time. That small will not do. So you have to take in more, right? Uh -huh, to keep the excitement and the high. With porn, here's what it does. We porn after you take a small. You remember those say when you're JHS, you saw porn for the first time. You even saw the back of a woman. You go and giggle with your friends, <laughs> and then you're excited. You're laughing. <laughs> Just that one minute, you are you are gone. It has it will, it will carry you the next one month. <laughs> it make you feel like an adventure. You <laughs> but as you go on, you also need more. But here's it with porn. It's not a matter of more watch. It's not a matter of one hour, two hours alone. Yes. But the real excitement comes from the type. So you start with, how do you call it, liking the man and the woman. The next thing you are, you're seeing, what now is arousing you will be a woman and a dog. 
or amputees. Strange, strange. This is what has fed and has brought about the issue of uh, bondage. The fact that I remember the first time I ever saw uh, um, um, uh, people have been tied. I remember, I will never forget, there was a, there's a, uh, uh, internet cafe at Taifa. I went to do something in the morning. And then it, it required sending a mail or something. So when I did so, then I, I, either I thought I deleted. So I went into the document area. And then I saw, I saw the name. Now, I don't want to mention because the name will come in. But the title is not title. It's not, it's not about sex. Something about public something. Public something. So, so there's no sexual connotation about it. The other way I show you, no, because the site is still there. So I just went, and then that's what I was, And I saw people bound. And it, it, it was so bound and in public and things. And then and it, it, I remember, it, it, I, was, I was shocked that, ah, so this can actually arouse people. But where did they start from? You go and check, they started from just simple. That's why in America, one of, in America and the Western, one of the uh, things they've been arresting people over is child pornography. And sometimes you go and meet MPs and people in high position that are soliciting child pornography. And you wonder, ah, why child pornography? What is it about the child? And then adult having sex. That, don't you, don't, don't you, don't, aren't you supposed to feel sorry? But because, because they started small. They've been an addict for so long. Now this is what can excite them. So where the enemy started with you, it's taking you somewhere. It's on a journey with you. And some of you can tell where you have reached. I'm not on someone in the house. Yeah. You are on a journey. Hmm. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, if I were you, I'll get off the car. Now I'm giving you reason why sexual, why the purity campaign. Amen. Are you in the house? Yeah. Let me read to you the definition of. Listen right now, then. Hmm. So now here's what they said. In light of the new brain science, the relevant scientific community, that's the American Society of Addiction Medicine, which used to believe addiction was primarily a behavior, recently redefined addiction as primarily a brain disease. Now, do you have the disease? He said, no, oh, I'm fine. I'm a cool guy. I'm a recently, uh, uh, I was with one of my guys were talking, and then a friend of his the guy he didn't know because you know the way I, I'm dressed all the time. He didn't. The person doesn't know. He didn't know I was a pastor. Then he came. Then he grew close. I started talking about how he, he's um. There's this girl he slept with, and then this, and then. Like he's just talking about it, and you know those people that talk about it and looking at you and I see you should also contribute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, relate. yeah, like you should relate and all that. 
I was saying that <laughs> when he talked, talk, unfortunately for him, when he, he came, when Nana moved away a bit, and I was just listening to him. And when Nana came, he was coming to Nana with the Lord of Vision. And I said, Nana, so let me finish with my pastor. <laughs> let me finish with my pastor, then I'll get back to you. <laughs> he said, ah, it's not a pastor. He said, no, that's my pastor. So, oh, you, you're, you're a pastor. Oh. <laughs> He has spoiled. He has spoiled everything. He didn't really. <laughs> I think I, that was when I should have brought my uh, only oil. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> so, um, addiction, like a uh-huh. And definition of addiction. Usually, people will fight the notion that they're addicted. But simple, let me show you how you know that you're addicted. It's when you have tried to stop, but you can't. How do you know you've tried this? You check how many times you tried. Mm-hmm. Last time I happened, you say, go, God, I'll never do it again. And just one month later, you are, you are the same, oh, God, I'll never do it again. Are we in the house? This one, you have to be real. Look, the reason why I, I, I stated this thing is for us to be real. Where it has reached, there's no joking about it. If you can look, recently one guy sent me a, a message. He said, I'm married, but I'm so addicted to porn. Do you think marriage will save you? No. When Kurt Franklin's song and album was out, uh, Stomp, and was, it was big, in the, he was addicted to porn. This one, he himself, is on YouTube. It took him opening up to... Uh, I do call it uh, Tony Evans. Tony Evans discipling them gradually for him to walk out of the addiction. Some years ago, he said they did a, 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 a pastoral conference at uh, Netherlands. After they did it and they left, the hotels said that was the time they had the highest use of porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this thing, it doesn't fear the dress you wear. Look, it doesn't fear the makeup, ladies. It doesn't fear the makeup. There was a time where we used to say that, oh, men are those who are addicted to those things. But now it's not true. It's, it's never been true. Eh? Yeah, yeah. The statistics are showing us that it's never because men and women they are the same. Hey, am I making some sense to somebody in the house? So, purity campaign is not about we are covering up, we are pretending. It's not religious. This is not Catholic. This thing that has to do, amen, hallelujah. This is, that's not what we are doing. It's just, that's sort of go. It is being real. Purity campaign is being what? Hey, the way you're, purity campaign is being what? Real. And especially for those of us in CY, you know that I've always tried for us to be real about this matter. This is a brain disease. Before I even forget, thank you, Holy Spirit. Here's also one fact that I have to add up to it. From the science research, it says that, look, the minute you start watching porn, when you start watching porn, Porn changes the physical, uh, the, the, the physical, uh, how do you call it, the, the, the operations of your mind. Um, it's like, this is the way they described it. Trust me, I'm not, I'm not a science person. So I have to try to. It says, look, when, you know, in the forest, somebody takes a particular path, and then you use the path, another person uses the path, all of a sudden a path is created. Aha. Uh-huh. He said, anytime you use porn and you keep using porn, you are creating a pathway in your mind. 
that pathway is becoming entrenched so that now everything you see and you watch you uh-huh. You see it in light of that. That's the reason why sometimes you easily see things sexually without any effort. That's why you become a perv. That's it. That's a perv. That's why there are some uncles when they see their nephews, hey, your breast, and they are touching their breasts. So you say your breast. They come, come. They are holding. The uncles do to their knees. Both of us see you come and say the man is a perv. His mind is not able to tell the difference. Yeah. And some of you, the way you have started, you are becoming that bad wafer, see? A bad wafer. Bad wafer. Then some wafer, when they come, all wafer sees around you. They talk sexually, they behave, they, they everything, they're, they're sexual. I've seen that. We've seen that. Family meets, uh, sometimes you have a family where they are dancing, the way they come and dance with their own knees and hold them. Do you want freedom? Aha. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, this is the reason why we are launching this campaign. To say that, look, we have to do whatever. It's like now we are applying the brakes. The brake must, must stop everything now. And start trusting God so that we can move gradually towards his will for us. And that's purity. Someone say purity. Someone say purity. Tell about we are moving towards God's plan for our lives. And that is what? That's purity. So what do we say? We're going to give you these cards. Now this is what this card says. It says, Why purity? One, purity, it is God's will for me. Why must I be pure? That's God's will. No more arguments. I'm a child of God. And that is his will. So I'm going for it. It said, God, because God is good, his will is good. So this is good for me. Amen. So the first point is that it is is his good purity is God's good will for me. Number two, purity is is my freedom stand. You see, when you read this scripture, the minute you have you have you are pure, you are free from these things. If you are not pure, that means you are bound. So purity is my freedom stand. Are you are you with me? So someday you don't abuse your own children. Look, I know people have abused. You have no idea. Look, I I knew one of my boys. Back in one of the schools, I'll mention where he reached a level in his listen, he, he will touch his little niece to masturbate. When the little niece is asleep. Good guy. But this is where the mind is trying, the enemy was working on him. So I, I just want you to understand these things, don't say is sometimes we treat that as oh, my, my little secret pleasure. Hmm. Number three, purity enables. You see, the minute you are free, then now we can move towards God's plan. When I was then uh, serving at Chonta School, one of the things I noticed with a lot of the young people, most of them wanted to follow God that I met, but their greatest hindrance was sexual immorality. The minute porn and these things came in, it becomes very difficult because you, sin becomes like a weight you are carrying. And who can run towards anything when you're carrying load? Anytime you're carrying anything, you walk slowly. Are you with me? And so some people's inability to walk towards God is because they are, they are, they are, they are carrying sin. Am I making some sense, somebody? Aha. Uh-huh. So we say purity campaign, my freedom stand. My freedom what? 
Now, the last part of it says that, look, nobody can be pure on a private work. You tell me, and as honest as you can be, the many times it happens, say, oh, I won't do it again. It keeps happening. Why? Because the one person you can lie to is you. One person you can lie to without any struggle because you know you. That's what we tell ourselves every day. Oh, it's just, it's just this one time. It's just this one time. Oh, you're just lying to yourself. I'm not telling someone in the house. <laughs> so if there's anybody, if you're going to be f a free, you need somebody. Someone says, I need somebody. Look at the one on your right and your left. Tell the person you need somebody. So the campaign. This is what we are going to do. We are all going to. We are going. We are, when we when we when you decide to be on this campaign, not today. Next week, you bring us the names of people. You bring the name of the person you have chosen to be open about your work with the person. And that person is also going to be the kind of person that is also going to be free and also talk to you about it. Now, the person you are choosing, is not somebody that are going to be talking and laughing over, oh, that's a shepherd. I say, hey, who shepherd? No. That's one, that, that foolishness is, is past. Are you? That's, that's one thing. It's somebody that you are on a journey of purity with. So the person you can open and say, oh, um, Mousy, or maybe something that just happened, you reach a person and say, look, Pray with me. Because we, we, we are not aware of the, of the pain we bring to the Holy Spirit when we walk in sin. So somebody who immediately will pray with you, will be there, someone that can check, check up on you. Maybe for you, one of the guys reached me and said, look, it's not, I usually at night, it's not able to sleep. Let me show you something. Do you know that the phone we use, because of the nature of the lights and everything on, it makes sleeping very difficult. Our generation, we have more sleeping disorders. Half of it coming from the gadgets and things we use. So the phone and things you use make it difficult for you to sleep. And when you are not sleeping, your brain tells you masturbate so that you can sleep. So that's the trap that a lot of young people are, on, are in. So when you see them, sometimes you see that at uh, one, two, they are alone now. You can see them active on their phone. It's going to get there. Especially if they are addicted to because your brain will tell them, do it so they can sleep. So you need to have somebody you can talk to. Someone who can monitor all this. Somebody you can share with. You can say, okay, today I've decided, uh, I'm also, uh, uh, today by 11, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. We're going to then, uh, uh, we'll discuss the effect of it tomorrow. How did it go? Was I able to sleep? What was the struggle? Okay, how can we try this tomorrow? So that gradually, gradually start building a, a, a new attitude a new lifestyle, a new pattern, so that you can walk out of this addiction. Am I making some sense, somebody? Uh -huh. So everybody is supposed to have, this one, we are not choosing for you. For you can't tell us we chose anybody for you. And you can't talk, when you look at the person's face, the person's face, you know, no. No. We encourage girl, girl, boy, boy. When you come, when, when a girl comes and says, I couldn't sleep, my breast, I was, I was, I was, I was the left breast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or start telling you mention some things then you are dead Jimmy you are listening <laughs> some things some men listening to I, I, I don't I don't understand I mean how can somebody call you and say my, I'm, uh, I'm menstruating and some things inside of my inside and then, then you are also there listening are you, are you a doctor are you, are you, a, are you a, how do you call it, a gynecologist how is what they are telling you how is that helping you <laughs> 
Look for a woman and tell her about it. She will understand what it is. Men, we understand some things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what it is when the blood rushes and that's want to come out, come down. And that way you haven't done anything to you. Sometimes you don't you didn't awake anything. You are asleep. I tell you realize it was awake. Yeah. Sometimes it wakes up before you do. <laughs> oh, man, you, you understand me? Yeah, it wakes up before you do. You wake up, it's already awake. Say, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> oh, are you in the house? Okay, okay, so we are going to, we are, we are concluding. Now, this is the stand. This is the part. This is not by force. This is only those who are willing. It's not by force. The purity campaign... We are not forcing anybody. If you don't get, if you don't get up to do it, we will not say you, you, no. It's your own decision. But I want those who say, look, I want to walk pure. I want to pursue God's will for my life. I want this thing to be dealt with. I want to, to rise up. And we, that's when we'll, 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 we'll do the next prayer and thing. So if you are ready to do it, please rise up on your feet and then Give, give me the, the cards. So now, go around and give the cards to everybody. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you've been blessed. We encourage you to share with your friends, colleagues, spouses and others so they may also be impacted with the knowledge you have acquired. We are Christ for Youth International on Facebook and you can follow us on Twitter at ConnectCYI. Our Instagram pages at ConnectCYI. You could also listen to the Kingdom Move podcast on www.podbean.com. You could also visit our webpage on www.connectcyi.org. For counseling and interaction with Pastor Roderick Edekum, you can visit his webpage on reach at connectcyi.org. Stay blessed.